Hey, sick and wrong. It's Johnny Cage here. Just uh, listening to last week's episode and heard those offensive remarks you made about me. And I appreciate that guy's call for, uh, you know, referencing Mortal Kombat and whatnot. But, uh, D. Simon, if I find you, you're gonna you're in for the biggest nut punch of your life. You're gonna get caged. Johnny Cage out. Peace. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, E. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. Wackerly, what was that? (laughs) Is that like your your, uh, your, your serial rapist voice or something? I come up with this stuff on the fly. Sometimes it works, (laughs) sometimes it doesn't. I could just picture you just like... Sneaking up to a girl at a bar. I'm Lance Wackerly. Probably make her panties. Lance Wackerly, I am. (laughs) Now that will moisten her panties for sure. I was camping in the dust. I think that's what I was thinking because my my throat's all. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on with you this weekend. All of a sudden, I just hear, can't record the craft until Sunday. And I'm like, well, what's going on here? Where'd you go? I was camping with Captain Carl. A camping, uh, camping up north, northern California or something? Uh, eastern, northern, sort of. <laughs> you, it's funny when uh, when you guys go camping. We're all in northern California up here. Well, it's funny when you guys go camping. It's it's basically, camp, you're not going camping and then like, you know, riding a canoe or doing all those no. other outdoor type activities. No, you're basically no, no. <laughs> just going and drinking heavily in the woods. We just park our car. And then get out of the car and walk like 10 feet. Start a fire. <laughs> Open a bunch of whiskey and beer, yeah. So it's basically, you're like, you should even call it camping. I think mean, you should be like, yeah, we're going to go drink a lot in the woods. Yeah, but that's just it's too many words. Camping is easier. <laughs> and plus, when you tell people at work you're taking off, you know, Friday to go camping, that's better than saying, I'm taking off to go get shit-faced in the woods. Yeah. Right. So, so did you get, uh, did you succeed? Did you get shit-faced in the woods? Yeah, the first night I did, but it was just too fucking hot. It was like 100, I'm not exaggerating, it was actually 100 degrees Friday and Saturday there. Dude, I, I, For that's sustained insane. periods of time. It was too hot to drink, almost. <laughs> I yeah, mean, I mean, it was too hot to drink be, You'd you know, be too heavily. dehydrated. Right. God. So mostly you just in the water. There was, you know, some swimming. <laughs> in addition <laughs> to the parking. Well, it uh, it sounds fun. Um, I think my weekend, what have you been doing? My weekend is a little bit better. I uh, got to see Dolly Parton uh, the other night. Um, Personally, not, no, no, no. <laughs> Did we, you we like call her hire the, her through an escort service? <laughs> have you ever been to the uh, Hollywood Bowl? I have. I have bowled <laughs> like at the Hollywood Bowl, which was featured in the Big Lebowski movie. Wait, but I think that that's a play on words, right? There actually yeah, is a different the, Hollywood Bowl, which the, the, is like I'm a, a music the venue. venue. Yeah, the, the music venue, the Hollywood Bowl. I've, I've heard of it. It's an outdoor arena, basically. And just, I don't know how many people can, it can fit, but I, I've never been there. And I've, I've heard uh, you know shows being, being played there. And so Shaped I, like a big ball on its side, right? Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, uh, it, 
I wanted to get oral sex from the lady, so I surprised her with some Dolly Parton tickets, being that she's the uh, her favorite performer. And uh, I got to say, you know, I've never been. <laughs> you're a huge... like, we're gonna go to the Hollywood Bowl, then you're gonna come put your mouth on my Hollywood bowel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call it now. I, I refer to my genitalia as my Hollywood bowel. Well, I was um, thinking more of anal angus, but. But um, yeah, I don't think she would have done that. Maybe if she got to actually meet Dolly Parton or like you know get you got to step it up an a autographed notch. bra. I think I probably would have got analingus. But uh, just right. just to go to the show is blowjob for about okay. a minute. All right, um, no Hollywood bowel then. Uh, Dolly Parton though, I mean you know she she's like sixty five years old and uh, she still looks she somewhat old. attractive. I, I was surprised. Somewhat. Well, you know, I bet you if she didn't have all that plastic surgery. I think she'd probably look like Mumra from Thundercats, mm-hmm. but with big fake tits. Yeah. But, uh, you know, she, she kind of sure. looks like Joan Rivers with big fake tits. Right. You know, and you would fuck Joan Rivers? No, I mean, I, you know, I, I would fuck Joan Rivers before, you know, I'd have, like, I'd fuck Larry Flint. Uh-huh. I mean, if I had to, if I had to choose one or the other. I'd probably choose Joan Rivers over like, oh, Larry okay. Flint. <laughs> I thought you said you would fuck Joan Rivers like you would fuck Larry Flint. No, like no. he's also on the list of people you would fuck. And I was no. having a hard time understanding where you're going. No, no, no. Larry, Larry Flint is not on my fuck it list. So if Larry Flint was going to sit on your face and, and you'd fuck Joan Rivers' vagina, that's how you'd be configuring that? I don't want to go there again. But... um. <laughs> Anyway, uh, no, she she still looks uh, you know somewhat attractive. She's she's all right, and she puts on. She's a, keeping it together. Are you a big fan? No, Dolly Parton. I, I, you know, I, I like ni- I like nine to five, but that's probably the extent of it. Yeah, you know, movie, I like old country five. music, um, but I, I just never you know really knew many of her songs. I guess Islands in the Stream, the song that I knew, but I, I got to say that whole audience was comprised of kind of hot rockabilly chicks. And gay men. Gay men love Dolly Parton. They love Dolly did, Parton. Did the hot rockabilly chicks bring their boyfriends, or were they just f- free and single to be uh, chatted up at will? Th- there are a lot of single, look like just groups of, uh, of women there hmm. um, that were just kind of hanging out watching Dolly Parton. You know what? You interesting. know what's interesting? I was, I was surprised. I didn't know she was such a, a, a gay icon. Cause, you know, I, I didn't know that they idolized Dolly Parton. Well, they, she has all the traits, right? They, they like the old women who are still, you know, working it, as they would say, amongst their gay community. They like old women who still wear lots of makeup. And, uh, you know, she wears the rhinestones and the glamorous outfits. It's, everything, rhinestone that a gay, it's everything that a gay man could want. Yeah, you know, I, 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 guess, I guess you're right. You know, it's, it's funny. She has this, like, character, this, like, uh, I don't know if it's a character, if it's just her. It's like she, she banters in between songs. We'll talk I love about, that. We'll, we'll talk about, you know, growing up in the Smoky Mountains, Tennessee. My daddy come home, give me a little brandy. It's just like, and she does a lot of songs about Jesus. Which, but I think everybody is just like, you know what, that's excusable. It's Dolly Parton. She can sing about Jesus. It's fine. Well, she's not, <laughs> she's not singing Christian contemporary music, which no. is awful. But she's she singing will... in the tradition of, like, Southern gospel. But she'll she'll mention things about Jesus, like you know, I always grew up oh, loving yeah. Jesus and stuff like that. You know, I mean, she's just she's got this really you know by way of figure. intro to the song, and now I'm going to sing the song about Jesus, and and she's saying, I, I think you're actually taking it the wrong way. I think she's saying that 
<laughs> you know, I'm not so into Jesus right now. I'm not a Christian contemporary artist. But, you know, I grew up with Jesus, and that's where I started singing these songs, and here's one of them. Well, I'm not, okay, I'm not, she wasn't, she's, she's like, not a Bible culpa. thumper. She's not a Bible thumper here. I'm just saying she. She's probably would, thumped a Bible once in a while, but she's not a full-time Bible thumper. No, I mean, no, she's not on, like, the, the Christian network or whatever, but she's, but she uh, would mention Jesus, like, the little Jesus anecdote or something, whatever. And I, and I think people are just kind of like, well, you know. Me and Jesus were going in for tit surgery one day, <laughs> and uh, he was going to drive me home from the plastic surgeon but what's interesting and here's a little bit of hollywood gossip out there because i think that's what that's what you just always happen to come upon out here is afterwards we went out drinking and uh there's some people that were out we're at the show um and the, at the bar and so uh they we were talking about it, and then they started talking about dolly parton and one of the girls i guess ended up i don't know if she worked with her or knew somebody that worked with her said that dolly parton not only has full sleeve tattoos she's also a lesbian has been a lesbian for years Hmm. I do you know the tattoo no surprises idea. me more than the lesbianism. Well, I think that's why it makes sense that she's like such a huge gay icon. If uh, she's been, you know, a lesbian for so many years, but I still just can't picture her scissor kicking. And then I, you know, I googled uh, her, her her girl that they uh, they've uh, they, I mean they've accused her in the past or asked her in the past if and there's been lesbian rumors circulating about Dolly for years, and I've seen the the other woman. It's just uh, the image of the of Dolly Parton just scissor kicking in the back. It's just. I don't know. It just kind of um, sickens me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> really because of the picture of the other woman you found? Both of them. I just don't want to. I I just don't picture that wholesome granny. You know, she's like a like this country grandmother's cooks you oatmeal cookies and talks about Jesus and like. And she likes to scissor kick. What's wrong with that? I don't know. It just it's perfectly play. natural. I wanting to scissor kick with another woman if you're a woman. No, it's totally natural. And there's nothing wrong with two women scissor kicking. I just can't picture Dolly Parton scissor kicking another old woman. I just, I, I don't you're know. A, you're a sexual prude. Have you ever scissor kicked with a woman? I no. I have you guys can't scissor kick. Yeah, you could. We can't. I scissor- haven't either. But I'm now. I'm thinking about it. You don't have the proper genitalia. You have to like mash your vaginas Why not? together, and it's your because no, you don't need sc- to scissor scissoring. Kick, you can scissoring poke. isn't a. I know, but it's something to you know. Uh, break up the monotony, like you know, mash my balls into her <laughs> vagina and just scissor that shit up. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna pull that move the next time I'm with a woman, which could be <laughs> five years from now. Yeah, you know what? Actually, if you do, just record that when you are. You gonna ask her about it first, or are you just gonna do it? No, I, I never. Do you do you talk to? Do you like do play by play when you're having sex? Especially with a new girl, like, oh, uh, I'm going to go down on you now. No, you just like maneuver your body into position, and you're like, now this is happening. If you don't like it, you better you. It's on her to speak up if she's not into it. I like to scream nonsensical things like Muppet Babies, like when I'm about to come, like something like that. <laughs> something that's just totally. Well, I, I hope I don't. I hope I don't prematurely ejaculate from the scissor kicking. That would be pa- bad form. I just, I just don't think I, it's I'm, physically I'm, I'm, possible. I'm it's about not a true scissor kick <laughs> if it's a man and a woman. I think you're wrong there. I don't know. I think the listeners should let us know. I I, I'm saying the scissor know. kicking will be part of foreplay. I think she'll like it. The imaginary woman who I'm going to fucking... <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure it's going to be something, Bother though, with that... my weird sexual proclivities and experimentation. <laughs> I just think it's going to be something she's going to tell her friends. Like the next day, she's going to be like, "He's a nice guy, but just weird and tried sad. to scissor kick me." Like we, I don't care. We scissored. Well, when it comes to sex, I think 
as long as they're not saying you have a small penis, just the more they're talking about you, the better. It's yeah. like uh, Hollywood, you know, fame. Well, as long as people. they're as long as they're, you know, visiting you again. Like if you're if you're going out, if they're coming back to your bed, then it's probably a good thing. So maybe she likes scissors. I don't know. I wonder if uh, <laughs> like I said, if she doesn't like it, she can say something, and I will stop. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I would love to hear that conversation. I think that would be great. Well, anyway, all in all, Dolly Parton uh, was a great show, and uh, the, the only thing, I, the only criticism I have is that she shouldn't do her cover of "Stairway to Heaven." It was probably the worst I've ever heard. Sounds um, interesting. Yeah, uh, why it was, was it so it bad? It got awful. First of all, it was a truncated version of "Stairway to Heaven." It was only like maybe three minutes or four minutes. It's like a ten-minute song. But oh yeah, that is a good point. It was kind of like done in like a gospel sort of way, and she also rapped too during it. It was really? terrible. Yeah, that's inadvisable. Yeah, it just didn't didn't work. I think she should just go back to inflating her maybe tits tangerine. And kicking. Yeah, I don't know. I've you know, I've looked for pictures of her uh, tattoos. I, I have no idea what they are. I think you know. I, I was looking. I was looking online. I couldn't find any pictures of her short sleeved. So who knows? I guess the tattoos don't really surprise me that much either. Doesn't everybody in in you know show business have tattoos nowadays? Yeah, but I mean, think about it. She's she's sixty five. She's got this. W- would it surprise you if if I was like, so I've uh, heard this new chunk of Hollywood gossip? Wilford Brimley, you know, is a total bear, and he's covered in tribal tattoos. Not really. <laughs> 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 Nothing. Once again, you. the tattoos would surprise me more than the Wilford Brimley as a giant bear story. I'd be like, "Yeah, I can totally see that." Fucking oatmeal all over his dick. <laughs> the diabetes. Come and get it, big boy. <laughs> anyway, we gotta get this over with. I gotta check for my diabetes. <laughs> anyway, Wackerly, uh, there's a lot of lightheartedness going on when there's so much uh, serious news happening in this world. Um, you know, really? it's a pivotal moment in uh, U.S. history right now, and I'm referring to the debt ceiling. Um, Don't get me started. Oh, let debt me ceiling. talk to you about the debt ceiling. <laughs> there's still, so, as of right now, there's still no agreement. So we might be the United Deadbeats of America come Tuesday. Um, right, because we hit the ceiling of our debts. Exactly. Can you imagine that? Debt ceiling. So Can we, you imagine? We, you know, it's it's there's some, there's some serious stuff going on. Like we should do a whole debt ceiling podcast, or we should talk about the other um, uh, critical news event about the Norwegian guy who just totally killed like eighty people, uh, eighty children in Norway. Um, but I think the most important news item of the week that that must be addressed here on the show is Casey Anthony being offered uh, five hundred thousand dollars to pose nude in Hustler. I think that's really? what interested me the most this past week in news. Who cares that about the debt ceiling? It's the hottest item. Who cares it's, about the debt ceiling? When you look over to the side of the of the news website, it's the most emailed. It it piqued my interest when I saw Casey Anthony potentially posing nude. Because you, you got to admit, even re- we didn't even talk about Casey Anthony when she was was let off, or really when the trial was going on, did we? No, we kind of uh, totally just sidestepped that whole thing. Because we were it like, completely. you know. That's pretty pedestrian for our show. That that's kind of stuff happens every week almost. Commonplace. Just, it got really big because she's like America's sweetheart or something, or the kid was, I guess. But now she's being she got off. It was the most watched trial offered. since OJ. Right. But the yeah, the fact that she was exonerated, um, yeah, they pissed off a lot of people, and now it's like a major news item. But I think that the, the thing is, though, no one wanted to see OJ pose nude. 
But Casey Anthony? There was somebody out there who did. Not not a large <laughs> group of people. <laughs> Do you find her attractive? I thought she was more attractive at the beginning of the trial than by the end. You could tell that prison was wearing her down. But uh, I'm sure she'll get a makeover now that she's out and, like, you know... Uh, maybe go back to the gym and get uh, get herself back into fighting shape. I don't know. I've seen pictures of her. Uh, I thought she was hot back then, and I still find her hot. I don't know. Equally hot before and after is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, she's a hot murderess. She certainly is. You, th- you think that the prison system is good has been good to Casey Anthony. I just I don't think it's uh, made her uh, unattractive. I don't think she came back looking hard with like a, a tattoo of a teardrop underneath her eye. Or drawn on eyebrows, you know, shaved head. I mean, she came out and she still looks just as hot. And you, you know, she's like one of those. I bet you she's white. Did she would probably scissor you? She would. Scissor oh, she wouldn't with you. care. No, she would. She'd not just be care. like, whatever. We have all the, <laughs> we have all these poppers. You know, we're going to be having sex for eighteen hours straight. So I just, you know, what it whatever was. Whatever you want. What was so nice about seeing this article, and I guess the reason it it uh, stood out to me is the fact that um, I'm not alone. And I was wondering, you know, I didn't think I was the only guy that was like, wow, Casey Anthony gives me a boner. I would totally masturbate to her. And it, but it, it kind of made me feel like, well, you know, she murdered her kid. I, you know, I really shouldn't be sexually excited by Casey Anthony. Oh. No, but, you know, I was thinking about that. I'm like, you know, I don't usually like to masturbate to known murderers, you know, someone who's murdered a child, child killer. I don't, I'm not sitting there like child killer gets me hard. You know, it's a, no. but but now that uh, there are other guys that are like, you know, writing to Larry Flint saying, "Hey, you know, we want to see Casey Anthony nude. You should offer some money." I'm like, you know what? I'm not alone. So now I I'm fully I fully will admit to everybody that yes, I would. You know, Casey Anthony makes my penis erect. You're truly not alone. You're you're in the camp of people in the company of men who write into Larry Flint with requests. <laughs> Or who should be in the magazine? <laughs> like you've it's never done that gr- before. It's a good group you've got going there. <laughs> well, it's my time to write my monthly letter. I think this month <laughs> you should have. <laughs> Michelle Bachman, please. Michelle Bachman, yes. So Larry Flynn has offered Casey Anthony $500,000 to appear in Hustler. Um, you know, this isn't the first time he's done this. He's done this uh, several times. He's no, He's obviously no stranger to controversy. But the thing is about Hustler, it's funny that Hustler is even still discussed today. I, you know, how many people do you know that read Hustler, let alone have a subscription to Hustler? Uh, zero. <laughs> I don't, but do you remember, though, back when you were a I, kid? I mean, see, I might, I might know some people who secretly have a subscription, but nobody that I, you know, nobody in my close peer group that openly has a subscription. subscription. Yeah, but if you, what's the last time you went to, like, uh, one of your friend's houses, went to use the bath, bathroom, and there was, like, a hustler on the, the tank of the toilet? A long time. Yeah. It's well, just, you, used to get, you used to get them because of your job, right? Yeah, because yeah. of work. They would send us a first-bound print edition. That was the only that was, time. I mean, that was the last time I've even seen a bound. I mean, not you know at the airport. Thumb yeah. through a bound uh, pornographic magazine. I mean, you see them at the liquor stores, but it's not like I'm pulling them off the shelf and reading through them. First of all, because they're in a plastic bag, <laughs> you can't do that. But uh, yeah, must resist the urge to peruse <laughs> Hustler. Anyway, Hustler. The thing is with Hustler. Do you remember when you were a kid? That was like such a score. That was like yeah. finding the pot of gold at the end of the porn rainbow. 
It was like because Penthouse was pretty good too, but Hustler was the best. Yeah, but you know, you go to your friend's house whose dad is like a recent divorcee, and he's got that stack of penthouses and Playboys. Mm, and Playboys right. was just so boring. I mean, it's, I mean, okay, whatever. The chicks are super hot, but it's just like a little bit of hair pie. Whereas Hustler and Penthouse a little bit more explicit, and then Hustler's yeah. the most explicit of them all. I mean, it, it, I think it's educational because you 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 go to sex ed class in fifth or sixth grade or whatever, and they've got this fucking drawing of like the interior of uh, what the vagina looks like you know it looks like some kind of a cow head You're like i don't know what is even going on i always there. thought it looked like et's face i don't know what vagina tubes. you're looking at no i'm just <laughs> saying with the, the fallopian tubes and the eyes kind of thing you know all right sure i can see the that. ovaries <laughs> um and then they tell you about how the vagina works, and you're just still like, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. But then you go find a hustler, and there's a woman with her legs spread wide, and like you know, yeah, her like fingers are pulling apart fever. the vagina. That's when I really understood female anatomy was from the Hustler magazines. I just, I just remembered the uh, just just being just like totally stoked. You'd be like, wow, dude, your dad's awesome, way cooler than my mm-hmm. dad because your dad has hustlers. And the other thing about hustler was it uh really encouraged my multi-cultural multi-ethnic world outlook that i had you know that we all have to live in now because i did figure out it is all pink on the inside (laughs) what do you know i always thought that was a uh, you know an urban myth but it's really true but hustler though is definitely uh much more graphic than playboy and penthouse frequently depicts hardcore themes sex toys Penetration, full penetration, group sex. Still but does. okay, I was gonna bring up penetration though. That's even more recent. Back when we were finding hustlers, you know, in the forest from some drunkard's like stash or like at your friend's dad's house, they did not have penetration. Yeah, they but they, they rarely even showed cock. Yeah, but they had penetration now, yeah, with they sex full. toys. But now, yeah, now it's like mm, full on. I don't even know if they had penetration with sex toys. Though the I think they did. Eighties hustlers. I mean, you know, I don't. I don't Maybe. know. I mean, I'd have to like. Go back, back in time to uh, find a hustler. <laughs> You'd have to go to the library and get the microfiche of the old hustlers <laughs> and get on that microfiche machine. I think one of my Where, favorite things about flip, Hustler, flip, though, flip. was uh, Larry Flint and his, like, the way he would just kind of infuse, like, politics within the, that magazine, which just had no place in being in that magazine. Like, you really, it's, it's like, you know, you should have a, just a different avenue for that. Maybe get a radio show, Larry Flint. But a podcast. Or a podcast or something. But, I don't know, man. The dude got shot. He's got fucking, you know, street cred when he wants to talk about free speech and shit. We always had, like, the asshole of the month, which is usually yeah. some kind of Republican senator. And, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a platform for uh, free speech. But So I was reading on Wikipedia. It said every month, hustlers mailed, uninvited, and for free to the office of each member of the United States Congress. I guess he started doing this in 1974. And it continues to this day. He said, uh, Flint explained, he said, I felt that they should be informed of what's going on in the rest of the world. Some of them didn't appreciate it much. I haven't had any plans to quit. I'm sure some yeah, of them I wonder, are stoked. Yeah, I, I'm really, I'm sure some of them are stoked. I'm sure there's a lot of women who are offended. But I bet you the most offended are like those creepy ones who like all live in those Christian sort of communes out there. Have you ever heard of that? What, the uh, Tea Party candidates? No, this is before the Tea Party. These are like the prayer, you know, the National Prayer Breakfast type type Congress critters. <laughs> like Orrin Hatch. I think they should be forced to look at it, though. Like, look, you are representing the country. 
and one of your countrymen that you serve in the Congress sent you his magazine. Now, you're going to fucking read it. Dude, you might be offended, but it's your job. I guarantee Orrin Hatch is wanking to a hustler at least one point in his life as a politician. I don't think, or- I don't think Orrin Hatch is even in this group that I'm talking about. Strom Thurmond. You've never heard of him? Strom Thurmond. He used to wank it to hustlers. <laughs> well, he has an assistant who helps him wank it. He's pretty old. What about Bird? Yeah, I bet you Robert Bird Robert Bird. I love it when they show the black women's vaginas. I bet your wiener's Did I mention probably... I used to be in the Klan? I'm sure like Bill Clinton was like, that was probably his favorite day of the month. It's like, sweet, the new hustler arrived. This is Bill Clinton all over here, that shit. So anyway, uh, K- K- Casey Anthony is, uh, is a much sought-after um, celebrity right now, notorious figure in the news. I guess her um, inter- offers for interviews have been thrown around. Wasn't she offered like $1.5 million by like... Uh, Barbara Walters or someone? I heard on the news today, well, talk radio. <laughs> it's not exactly the news that, yeah, she was offered $1.5 million. So that So that's the next question, right? Do you think she's going to take it and do the nude spread? Or do you think that uh, she's going to say she's too good for that? I think this is what she should do. If uh, I, I don't think right now she's going to pose for Hustler because right now she's uh, hot enough and attractive enough in terms of just being popular, that uh, she would, um, she should hold out and then do a couple of these interviews, maybe get a book written about her, and then pose for Hustler, because they, America hates her anyway. Yeah, she doesn't want to compromise the respectable news outlets offers for by doing some smut. Here's another question I have. Do you think... You know, she's going to do it. We're gonna, all going to be excited. Ooh, and we're going to just count down the days till the issue comes out, which has to be soon, right? Because the whole thing is Larry Flint has to get it on the street quickly while she's still notorious. Yeah, I mean, But then, then you're going to open it up and she's going to be like, and then there's going to be like three pages of interview and one picture of her like in her underwear. I know. How pissed, how pissed will you be? I'm going to be rather upset. If, I want be... a full-on traditional hustler spread. I want like a real hustler pictorial. Like, you know, full-on yeah. graphic split beaver shots. You know, at least at least one of her on all fours. You know, if I, if I can't one? see... You're going to be satisfied with one? No, but I'm just saying, no. I want like a nice, I want good, like five clear shot of the brown eye. I would be yeah. really upset if there's not like a, at least a brown eye shot. But sure. I don't know. I, th- I think Larry Flint... I don't think Larry Flint's like... Like Hugh Hefner would pull something like that. Hugh Hefner I would... I remember... I was actually quite upset about this. Do you remember the uh, the pop sensation Tiffany? Yes. So in the eighties, Tiffany, I, I wasn't a big fan of her music, but she uh, definitely <laughs> do you played. Wanna, do you want to play the flashback music? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying she played a starring role in, in my 80s, masturbation theater back when then. When I went to a mall, sometimes there was a young lady singing in the center of the mall. <laughs> her name was Tiffany. <laughs> but you got to say though, dude. She was an attractive woman, and I remember back Red then, hair, like, yeah, hot. yeah, no, she played a starring role in the uh, Masturbation Theater of D. Simon. But anyway, yeah. Tiffany, like, this is only a few years ago, was going to do a spread in uh, Playboy, and I remember being like, "Wow, this is going to be awesome! I totally want to see this. I bet you she's still hot." And it was just like that. It was like a yeah. side tit, side boob. Well, why do you think I'm bringing it up? I've been burned before, <laughs> uh, dude. I don't know. I was just so crushed with disappointment. It still, still makes me hate. Hugh Hefner. I still have never forgiven him for that. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't, you know, and whatever. I'm just going to move on with it. But uh, Well, so, I wouldn't. I mean, you seem to have a lot of faith in Larry Flint, but Larry Flint, like Hugh Hefner, is, you know, the magazine's there to make money. 
And if she won't agree to do the full-on wide-open Beaver Productions uh, pictorial, but he can get her in there to do an interview and have like a you know softcore photo, he's gonna do it. I think he will too, but I'll be disappointed with Larry Flint if that's the case. But who knows? I mean, so Flint initially balked at offering anything to her. He said uh, there's a, he learned about all the uh, public interest he was getting. He said he was receiving all this mail of people requesting nude photos of uh, Casey Anthony. I'm basically my, my support group there. Um, he's offering 10% of all royalties from any sale of the magazine's videos or other media that's going to go to a proceed to a charity for abused children. Um, he mm. says that, uh, I guess his uh, chief business rival here, Hugh Hefner, recently told Piers Morgan on CNN that he would not reward someone like that for what has happened. I don't know. Apparently, uh, Flint. What was, uh, yeah, what was Larry's response to that? I think Larry Hugh Hefner's a pussy. <laughs> Do you think they hate each other? Yes. Who would win in the fight? That's a good question. Because he's quite a bit older, but Larry's in his wheelchair and he's crippled. Larry's crippled, but he's Larry. older. I, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. Hugh Hefner. Hughes, Hughes lived the, I mean, not that Larry Flint's doing too badly for himself, but Hughes lived the lavish lifestyle for way too long. He certainly has. And the worst part about Hugh Hefner and the reason I just, uh, even other than the, the Tiffany story, the reason I despise Hugh Hefner is I hate this ridiculous charade of his life. I don't know, man. If you're going to start talking bad about Hugh Hefner, I, we're going to have issues. I'm just saying. It's like I don't even – did you hear uh, his uh, fiance that split was on Howard Stern talking about how he lasted two seconds in bed? Why does that bother you? It, it just disgusts me he's that he's old, even having he's sex. He's an old man. I, I don't even want to hear this. It's, it's like Dolly you're Parton. Je- because, I, you're, because you're jealous. I am a bit jealous. A bit jealous. Your whole complaint is born out of jealousy. All I'm saying is that Larry Flint isn't going on doing a reality show trying to marry 23-year-old twin models. Larry Flint's like, you know what? I'm going to be a champion for free speech. I'm going to produce my magazines, do my videos. He's, you know, he's okay. He's a a porn magnet, but he's not. He's not flaunting it in your face. Even though I but bet honestly, you- but honestly, have you ever watched that show about uh, Hugh Hefner's, you know, lady girlfriends, whatever they call, he calls them nowadays? He's not even in the show that much. That show is just purely part of the bait, where where Hugh Hefner's like, "Look, I'm fucking Hugh Hefner, you know, originator and founding uh, mind behind Playboy. You're a hot young blonde. You're going to be my girlfriend, and once in a while, fuck me." And in return, you get to live at the fucking mansion. No, I fully you know, understand. And I'll give you, and you I'll get you on TV. No, I fully understand the returns, the motivation that these women have to be with him. But it's just the charade of it all. Like, who are you trying to fool? Hugh Hefner gets up in the morning, you know, probably like really early, has to like, you know, have a nurse help him move his bowels. Someone probably has to like, you know, puree his food. Because he probably has, you know, he probably has like a dia, you know, a, a special diabetic chef. He's an old man, and I, I just hate the fact that they're like, no, he's still a Svengali playboy. And well, he, no, like, but he's still he's still fucking twenty two year olds. Even if it's even if it's lasting two seconds, do you believe that he's actually fucking her, or do you think that's just a big lie? I think the whole thing's a charade, and he's even fucking her. Why is, so why is she even saying those two seconds? Yeah, it's disgusting. Own, I, can't, I can't even believe she would honor. even. Yeah, may, I don't know. Maybe she was trying to like uh, justify it in her mind or something. See, I heard that he like takes Viagra. He gets a, a bunch of the girls in the room, and like they have to oil. <laughs> this is getting way too graphic. <laughs> now you're making they, me like, want to oil puke. up his dick, 
And like, you know, it's like this long like massage thing. And then, yeah. And then he like, he's like, okay, I'm ready. And then what, one of them gets on top of him and he blows his load really quickly on his Viagra pill. That actually I just think, all I just think you should that look into Hugh Hefner's history and like, you know, appreciate what he's done to make this kind of a show possible where we can talk about whatever we want and we don't have fucking prudes overseeing, you know, what we're allowed to publish uh, and put out there. No, no, I agree. I agree with you 100%. Hugh Hefner, I do appreciate what he has done for free speech and anti-censorship, but I just don't want to envision him having sex. I don't even want to think about it. I don't even want to think about that. these young women who... You know, are so desperate for money and for fame, or they're willing to have sex with him. It's just disgusting. He should just like kind of be taking a backstage role. You know, whatever. Just re- you know, do do that with the 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 orgy of women in the baby oil. Do that. I just don't want just to know about, about it. it. Disgusting. Well, you know, he's he's always he's he's made all of his money being a public figure, so I think it's hard to just turn it off. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Larry, Larry Flint does a good job, so I I have faith in Larry Flint. I think. He is going well, my to. My dick doesn't work anymore. <laughs> if it did, I'd be, I'd be doing the same thing as you. I think Larry Flint, though, will eventually persuade Casey Anthony to pose naked, and on that day, I will be a happy Jew. I think I will. <laughs> but if she waits too long, then even Larry Flint's going to be like, "Fuck you! Yeah, I'm not interested anymore." No, I think I think at that point he's probably not going to offer her anything. She's going to have to do like bang bus or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I see happening. Anyway, Wacker, uh, moving on here. This is episode 288 here of Sick and Wrong. A quick recap on last week's show. We did three stories, and I was actually kind of surprised which one won. Um, first story was the pedo who gets to peep porn in jail. Um, in Tacoma. Sec- second was the Orthodox Jewish monster, and the third one was the Hitchcockian Facebook party. Uh, the, right. one that, the, uh, the story that won was the pedo who gets to uh, look at child porn in jail. People really like that story, huh? I think it was the sickest and wrongest of them all. So congratulations there, listener one. You won Sick and Wrong 287. Uh, people, you know the way show, the show works. Wackley and I present the most disturbing news items of the week. Audience votes. We're going to get Sick and Wrong care package, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you can send your listener submission to Sick and Wrong Podcast at Hotmail.com, Facebook, or the Sick and Wrong Forum. Wackley, we got a few good stories here. But before we get to that, quick word from our sponsor, Audible.com. Uh, people, we've said this like a million times, and I think you should know this right now, but Audible, seriously, is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment, information, educational programming. There's nobody else out there. I mean, we consider us to be, ourselves to be educational, but, you know, we're no, <laughs> we don't match Audible. Anyway, content from Audible is downloaded and played back on your iPod player. You can listen whenever, whenever and wherever you want. They have over 1,000 science and tech titles, 1,100 science fiction and fantasy titles, um, they have over 75,000 titles to choose from. I'm sure there's something on there that, you, that you, you've been looking for for a long time. So go to audible.com and uh, type in the code word DIDDLE, which is for uh, sick and wrong. You get a free trial and you get a free audiobook download. So that's audible.com. I'll get this show rolling here with uh, the first listener submission. You ready? Kick it off. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's go. All right. So the first listener story uh, came in from Shauna. Uh, Shauna 
didn't write anything at all. And I'm looking here. I'm, I wrote something <laughs> in the margin here that's that's not Shauna's original message. It's just Shauna didn't say. It's just Shauna. She just forwarded us a link. Thank you, Shauna, for that. But what's interesting about this this length of this story? I live right now a block away from where this occurred. So keep that in mind while we're relating the events here. This is like hyper local news. Well, it could have happened to me. Maybe. Really? Well, if I was an infant. Um, <laughs> a woman is charged with grabbing a stranger's infant from a stroller, slamming him, and attempting to eat his arm. The infant. The infant. Did. A woman grabbed the infant, slammed him, and then attempted to eat his arm. So I guess. Slam. This could have happened like a WWE to me. Move. This could have happened to me if I was an infant or if I was like a quadriplegic. Or if you had an infant. Could have happened I, to your yeah. infant. I'm just saying if, Or you could have perpetrated this crime. I, I could easily because it was only a block away. So this mm-hmm. happened in did downtown Los a, Angeles. Did they give a, descri- a description of the perp? Yeah, she looks exactly like uh, who you'd picture to do something like this. Insane oh, it's crackhead. A woman. Insane crackhead. Oh, it's a woman. A crazed oh, woman, a woman randomly snatched an infant from a stroller, slammed the baby into a pole, and then later said she was trying to break the baby's arm off so she could eat it. <laughs> eat now. I want to eat, eat your the baby. arm, or eat the arm, or eat the rest of the baby. <laughs> I think she was just trying to break the arm off, like like candy or something. And then I'm uh, trying to break the arm off. Because I want to eat, eat the it. baby, but I hate the left arm. That's the worst part of the baby. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I always no break idea. it off and throw it away. I had no idea that the, the crack out there is so strong that it makes them, uh, turns them into cannibals, like baby eaters. It kind of scares me now. Pedo cannibal. Well, I don't think she's going to fuck the baby. I think she just yeah, but there's got to gotta be a word for, like, like, what's the veal equivalent for human baby? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this one's been pen fed. Um, prosecutors have charged Natasha Hubbard, 36 years old. She looks like she's like 90, uh, with aggravated assault and released her photo, believing she may have other victims from her wild rampage in downtown Los Angeles. It does not surprise me that, that something like this would have occurred. Seriously, like downtown Los Angeles, there are like the most insane crackheads I've ever seen in my life. Way worse than the Tenderloin. Because there's more. In, of them. in what way? They're there's just insane them. people. They're just uh, they're there's, wilding. There's more. There are more crackheads here. Like the the chances of you just getting randomly like spit on or punched in the face or stabbed with a hypodermic needle are definitely higher here than they are in the tenderloin. Is it better crack or is it that you know the heat? It's hotter down there that gets to them. I think it's a combination of factors. It's the heat. I think it's the 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 crack. The, the drugs that they're doing, um, the they don't have it as a combination of, of a populace, right? Yeah, I don't, whereas yeah. like, like I think there's more people, more good Samaritans giving them change in San Francisco than downtown Los Angeles. You know what it is in San Francisco too? It's like San Francisco, they uh, they, they 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 take care of their addicts. Like they even give them free methadone. Like they're methadone clinics. They just pass out free methadone. So like the homeless people are satiated. Whereas in downtown mm-hmm. LA, the only thing that they give them, they're like, hey. You're allowed to pitch a tent and sleep on the sidewalk from 8 p.m. till 6 a.m. in the morning, and after that, you gotta you gotta go. So these Where people are, we are go? insane. I don't know. Go harass people with babies. Ah, it's okay. insane. It's like uh, I've, I've never seen. You, you know what? It, you know what it reminds me of? I was thinking about this the other day. If you were a producer of the show AMC show Walking Dead, you could just go to downtown LA. I'm talking right on Six and San Pedro, right over there, and just say, "Hey, I'm looking for extras for Walking Dead. Everybody, you can get paid a dollar. 
You don't have to change. <laughs> you don't have to have any makeup. You don't even have to do anything that you don't normally do. Because I was going to say, exactly why, why, even, why even pay them? <laughs> just, <laughs> just film them. Because turn they, the camera they, on. They look exactly like zombies. They, they're, they're just... Yeah. I mean, and they smell and they stink. They're, it's crazy. That's why it doesn't surprise me that something like this would happen. But what's funny about this is they say crowded shopping district. It's, it makes you think of it's like a mall or something. Like, mm-hmm. This wasn't the Grove. You know, this isn't like a, a mall downtown. This is like the Mexican malls. It's like a bunch of little Mexican <laughs> stores. That brings up my next point is who's this mother who's just pushing her baby in a stroller like right through the, a big crowd of crackheads? It's not that, or even, or even near a single crackhead. I think it's it's they're Mexicans, and the Mexicans tend to breed. They breed a lot. That's one thing that blows my mind about Mexicans. I've seen a but lot. But what of does Mexicans. that have to do? What was that? What does that have to do with her pushing the baby stroller? You know, one, uh, close enough. You should never push your baby stroller close enough where a crackhead could grab anything on it. Yeah, well, okay, but the thing is, you know what probably happened here? It's crowded with Mexicans. This is where Mexicans don't shop at a regular mall. They go to these these stores, you know, that sell like trinkets and things with flashing lights and burrows that you can smash up like pinatas. You know, you know, what I'm talking about these. Like in the Mission, they have a lot of these stores. But yes. uh, so th- there's a ton of Mexicans, and there are a ton of babies and ton of strollers because Mexicans like to breed. So there's probably that sidewalk probably had maybe eight different strollers, kids, and there's a million crackheads walking around. Uh-huh. Everywhere downtown. So she probably was just, you know, one of the, you know, 12 Mexican mothers with their infants and their strollers. And they're just like, you know, wheeling their 14 children. And uh, this crackhead just happened to walk by and, you know, out, out of nowhere, cr- snatched the infant. I still think being in a crowded space is no excuse to get to to be not giving the crackhead a wide berth. Do you think? That- I mean, they, even if it's crowded, there should be a bubble of about five feet around any crackhead. Do you think the crackhead did no something like this, blind. though? Do you think the crack? I, I agree with you, but do you think the crackhead did something like this? Like went over and be like, "Oh my god, your baby is so cute! I could just eat him. He is so adorable. Can I take a little peek?" And she went up and just <laughs> no. snatched him, and then actually tried no. to eat him. She didn't. She didn't realize that she was being literal. No. As soon as a crackhead starts talking to you, you always are on your toes. You're never like, oh, well, this is one of those nice crackheads. He likes my baby. So detectives- I think, I think the crackhead thought it was a pinata. Which, That's what it sounds like. Which is uh, credible. I mean, it could, you could think that, you know, it's, you never know. It's going through a crackhead's mind. Well, you know, she's breaking the arm off to get the sweet candy goodness to come out the insides. And a lot of these kids do kind of, they're round, and they, they kind of look like little pinatas. And they're just probably wearing a colorful outfit. She probably was completely confused. Right. Because there are tons of pinatas around. And she smokes a lot of crack. Yeah. <laughs> so detectives said here I, that, I, want, we, I haven't had a pinata in a long time, or even seen one. My next birthday is going to have a pinata. I think all birthdays. Actually, not only birthdays. I think just any special event. Just every day. Just pin- no, Every day, then, your, your breakfast should come out of, of a pinata that's hung in your kitchen. I'm going to say bar mitzvahs, funerals, bris. Just get a pinata yeah. there. Might be Weekend. fun. Weddings. Yeah. Um, detective said that uh, mother here, Adriana Miranda, was pushing her infant son in his stroller when Hubbard, the uh, crankhead, unbelted the child and grabbed him by the leg. She then swung the baby over her head, slammed him into a metal rail of a nearby truck, as the mom and the baby's aunt watch in horror. They then fought off the woman and uh, grabbed the child out of her arms. 
Arriving officers were able to locate Hubbard with the help of witnesses who pointed her out, and now she's in jail with a bail set at $55,000. That's a lot of money for a Los Angeles crackhead to come up with. Apparently, uh, she had told detectives upon questioning that she tried to break off the baby's arm so she could eat it. You know, she really should wait for her lawyer before she starts saying things like that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to help her case. Anything she ca- says can and will be used against her in a court of law. Exactly. And so you could you could just tell that the uh, prosecuting attorney is going to be like, she's a menace. She's trying to eat babies. She probably had this. She's going to use the I was crazy on drugs defense, right? Well, she probably had like delirium tremens or something, if you think about it. She's probably coming off of, uh, you know, the withdrawal from crack must be insane. But it turns them into insane zombies. Look at them. Haven't bathed in uh, months. Probably haven't eaten months. Months. That's generous. Okay, but probably <laughs> years. But I mean, generous. they they walk around insane. They they probably see. I bet you that the, the woman did think that kid was a pinata, little Mexican yeah. baby pinata. So on the sick and wrong star scale, God, I'm gonna have to give this a four point five. It's definitely an extreme circumstance here. I, I can't imagine the horror of having a crackhead just seize my baby and smash I understand- it. I don't understand how the article go, run, makes its whole run, and they don't say whether the kid is brain damaged or anything. When he was slammed by his foot into a truck rail. You know, it does say here that the tiny victim received bruises and scratches. But it didn't say that mm. the uh, the kid was uh, you know, permanently harmed or damaged. So I'm going to think that she didn't take like a full-on Babe Ruth swinging for the fences swing. She kind of yeah, like dangled him and knocked him into the thing and... But she did. She did try to break the kid's arm off to eat it. Try. She tried. That was her intent. But you know, it's probably not that hard to break an infant's arm off. It's just pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever carved a turkey? <laughs> a tofu. Even that. Even that's sometimes hard. And like you know, you've got a knife and everything. And you're like, God damn it, this wing won't come off. I think just trying to rip a baby's arm off with your bare hands is probably pretty hard. That's I'm giving it four. a story that's somewhat local to me actually more local to jeff not so much maybe jeff's place of employment but not where he lives anymore uh this happened in san francisco buena vista park which i believe and and you and i were trying to figure this out before that that's the park in between like the upper and the lower height right which is also close to the castro yeah isn't isn't that the you know, I'm, I'm really not quite sure, but I've always called that park Sodomite Woods. <laughs> well, the story will play this out. It's kind of—it's one of those strange areas of San Francisco that is super expensive to live, yet also has lots of crime. Right? Yeah, hate, well, Hate Street is crime-ridden. Lower hate, lower hate, but still, apartments are two thousand dollars a month easily, and for homes one are like in the millions. Yes, right. So it's we're not talking about you know Hunter's Point where you just expect for mayhem to go on at all. No, I mean it's it's not a ghetto. It's not considered a ghetto neighborhood, but there is a lot of crime in Lower Hate. Right. David Munoz Diaz, who's 22, pleaded not guilty in Superior Court to murdering and robbing 23-year-old Freddie Roberto Canuel Arguello, <laughs> which is quite a name, on June 10th. Diaz listened to the proceedings in court through a Spanish interpreter and, rem- uh, and remained quiet for the duration of his arraignment. Hmm. 
So, uh, like I said, this happened in the park. The two men went to Buena Vista Park in the Haight-Ashbury neighborhood for sex after having a few drinks at a bar at Castro and Market Streets. So this is one of those parks where I'm telling gay you, dudes dude, just go to have sex. You know, it was funny because I remember when I first moved to uh, San Francisco, or actually it was right when my brother moved to San Francisco, we were walking up the Haight Street and we were walking by, the bus dropped us off, got off a little too soon, we were walking by Sodomite Woods and Jeff's like, I got a blowjob up there. And I was like, Really? It's like mm-hmm. in the forest. Because it's a forest. It's like a, well, it's like a, a wooded area. Well, it's a, like park. a park. It's a wooded area. But it's you walk through these paths, and I mean, it's like, like there's trees, and it's just it's like a wooded area. I mean, you'd be concealed from the public. And I was like, so what, gay men just hang out up there and get blowjobs? I was like, I thought that was a myth. That, that's true? And Jeff's like, yeah, I, I just walked in there, got a blowjob, and left. And so so I, my, I, question, my question is, is this, was that a novelty for Jeff, or is that a common occurrence? Is it a common occurrence amongst a large population of gay men? Yeah, no, Jeff said he was told that you can go get blowjobs in that park. Well, many parks. Well, many That's parks, but that one in particular is known as like a blowjob spot. So I always just referred to it from that, that point on, like, wow, I do not want to walk through Sodomite Woods. Like, I, I was just thinking, like, what do they hide in the trees? Like, Predator? Just jump on, <laughs> jump down on you? <laughs> Next thing you know, you're being bummed. Yeah, you're, you're walking through there being like, oh, I, I hope no gay man has sex with me in here. And then you hear the predator replaying your own recorded voice. <laughs> Whoa, I hope no one has sex with me in these woods. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got to get to the chopper. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if you um, if you cover yourself in mud and feces, you might be able to make make it through Sodomite Woods. But uh, I don't know. You, tra- like, you look over interesting- your you look over your shoulder, and there's three little red laser dots right on your butthole. <laughs> I, just, I just I just I'm glad that this is uh, you know once again confirm my suspicions about that park. Always, but it's always not just that. this is what, this is what I'm trying to tell you. It's not just that park. When I was in Amsterdam, they have this big park, which is called the Vondel Park, which is like the uh, central park type thing of Amsterdam. And I read in the tour book that uh, the authorities just uh, accept that gay sex, you know, after dark goes on in the park. And as long as they're not disturbing other tourists or, you know, park goers and they're not too close to the main paths, which that's kind of a vague description, right? Well, well, this is a side path, not a main path. Uh, that they just, it's just fine. You can just have sex in that park as a gay man. That, that's just, I don't know. It's just, once again, just shows me that gay people can get laid anywhere. Gay men. Gay men. Gay men. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's just, you know, that's the whole thing On about being gay. No, no commitment, no commitment, uh, no strings attached sex is one of the perks. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm envious of that. It, it's it's good. I mean, it would just be great if, like, you know, there were a bunch of, there was a forest where there were a bunch of hot naked chicks in there, and we could just go in there, poke them a couple times, and be like, sweet, you know, that, that forest, yeah. there's a bunch of hot naked chicks. Just never right. like that for us. No. But I, I think, and I think maybe part of your thing, you're already sort of thinking in the hetero style. I think one of the things about being gay, and one of the things about no strings attached park sex, is you kind of got to lower your standards from hot. Right, like that woods has a bunch of chicks, women who who like to give blowjobs. Because it's not like you're going to go into the forest and pick and choose and walk by like twenty women and find the hottest one there, and then you know go back and be like, well, the twentieth wasn't as hot as number fifteen. 
I mean, you kind of got to go in and be like, well, there's one. I guess it's on now. Yeah, I mean, I guess you... Unless she's hideous, first... then maybe you'll pass her up for the next one, but... I just wonder also, it's like, where do the, the gay men hide? Like, do they hide in the tree? Or are they just sitting in the bushes waiting for some, like a passerby? It's like, Psst, I don't think it's so much hiding. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think hiding kind of is counterproductive, right? You're just hi- trying to hi- you're trying to hide from the straight people that are outside the park. But any gay man walking through the park, you kind of want to. So they're not be, wearing camouflage. Conspicuous. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, they're wearing pink triangles, neon pink triangles. So so okay. So these guys met at a bar. Oh like, yeah, you know the what? Story, let's go right? fuck. No, let's not get a hotel room. Let's just go fuck in the park. I could talk about gay park sex all night, but back to the story. Um, well, you know, they got into a little bit of autoerotic, well, not autoerotic, just uh, plain old erotic ex- asphyxiation that kind of went out of control. And uh, Freddy Roberto ended up dying. Hmm, then Mr. Diaz, M- Mr. Diaz then panicked and set a garbage can on fire. This article is very much written from a San Francisco-centric point of view. Like they, they don't want to do anything to disparage the lifestyle of gay park sex. So they say that Mr. Diaz panicked and then set a garbage can on fire. They don't like immediately point out that uh, Freddy Roberto's body was in the garbage can. <laughs> like you really have to read between the lines because firefighters discovered Freddy's uh, smoldering body around 4:40 a.m. after responding to reports of a small brush fire in the park uh so you know he was burned by this other guy diaz actually called police once on his own phone and three times from freddie's phone that night to report what had happened so i guess he kind of you know confessed over the phone but didn't really turn himself in it was a crucial detail to admit though so the guy you know the guy died Possibly during uh, during a sex act here, and the dude panicked and decided to burn the body. Yeah, that's what they think me. happened. They uh, the judge, the superior court judge, denied uh, the motion to reduce his bail from five million to one million. Um, noting that whatever happened took place in a park that's a public place, and the fire had endangered the public. <laughs> Once again, not really focusing on the fact that he murdered this guy. Or at least burnt the evidence of, you know, a bad sex accident. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised um, that they would overlook something like this. Yeah, they'd been hanging out the pie bar in the Mission District. I don't know about that one of you. Is that a gay bar? That, yeah, I don't even don't recognize that one. Freddie's brother said, uh, what struck me as weird is that uh, uh, David Diaz said that he felt bad, but he didn't show up for the funeral. And uh, Diaz's, Diaz's lawyer, just to close it out, says, this isn't a cold-blooded killer. This wasn't a robbery. This was a terrible accident. <laughs> was this, so this wasn't anonymous park sex. They knew each other. They went to the park together, so the story goes, yes. They'd been drinking. They said, hey, would you like to have some butt sex? <laughs> sure, where, where should we go? Well, there's the butt sex park right there. Well, so why would he expect him to go to the funeral? Like, don't, don't you think that would be extremely awkward? Like, to walk well, in they're and lovers. Like, hey, everybody, here's a piñata. You know, this is what like, I don't get. This is what I don't get, though. He So he called the cops, David Diaz, and he reported what happened, but he's still claiming that, well, I, get, I don't know what he's claiming. I don't know what he's claiming. He's claiming that it was an accident. And, and right? the, the, the body accidentally just 
he was picking it up and accidentally fell into the garbage can and lit <laughs> I, a match and started on fire. I think he's I think he's admitting burning the body, but he's saying like he accidentally died and I panicked. You know, I am sorry. I don't know. It sounds very uh, spurious to me. I, th- I think the guy picked up this dude, robbed him, and was trying to burn the evidence. He did take his wallet. Did I mention that? <laughs> he took his, his wallet too. Yeah, and his phone. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The it, I, happen- I kind of, I kind of believe him. I just still think, it, I still think it's fucked up. Like even if it was an accident, you're still fucked up, and you still should do some time. So on the sick and wrong star scale, I gotta give that one. I'm gonna have to give that one a uh, a five. Really? I'm gonna give it a five just because. Is it because gay sex disturbs you? No, but I'm just saying. Just could you imagine if you're just walking through that park, you know, just having a pleasant stroll in the park, and you come upon that scene, some dude just choking the shit out of some guy. You're like, holy shit! And then, and then he dies, and then he tries to burn the body, and then, uh, yeah, and then, uh, and and then lies about it. Yeah, it's disturbing. Well, I mean, any, it's, anybody, like you said, though, anybody that lives around there that's walking through that park is not going to be surprised by seeing gay sex, right? If no, you're walking the, through that park, you know what you're going to get. I think it would be more disturbing to be walking through the park and you see a trash can on fire with a body inside. With a body, it. yeah, a smoldering body. That's what deserves the five. What are you, are you giving it a five? Giving. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, the thirst- I wonder if he pulled the guy's pants up. <laughs> So the third story here was sent in by Adam. Adam says, I had no idea they still have roller rinks. You know, that's a, a good point, actually. I didn't know that uh, the roller rinks still exist either. But I think in small towns, yeah, um, roller, roller skating deal. is still popular. It's like it's still, uh, it's a, a, you know, a place to go meet people and go hang out. I th- and I, plus pre-teen. I think they've adopted the roller blade, you know, where you're allowed to wear your roller blades, your fruit boots into the roller arena. I had no idea that they let you do Which that. Which I, I think is kind of a travesty. Yeah, no, I think it's, uh, yeah, it's sacrilege. Yeah. A man opens fire at son's birthday party, kills five relatives and himself. Um, a disc jockey at a North Texas roller rink. It's a great job. Uh, where a man went <laughs> I on actually a sh- knew a kid in high school who did that. It was a disc jockey at the roller rink? But you could just get yep. so, much, so much ass. Yeah, I bet you did. And plus, uh, unlimited... Uh, they're not really nachos, right? They're nacho chips with that like with that yellow cheese, cheese, cheese on, on them. It. Yeah, <laughs> all you can eat comes out of the machine. Um, that would have been more interesting to me back then. So a man went on a shooting rampage at his son's birthday party. Uh, he said the gunman was smooth and cool as he shot his estranged wife and members of her family. This is the DJ talking. The DJ. He was smooth and cool. He's still using his DJ lingo while he's talking to reporters. <laughs> what, what do you need a DJ for at a roller rink? I mean, do they, do they announce anything? They're not an announcer. Jesus just... Christ, dude. When was the last time you went to the roller rink? I was like seven, I think. They never wow. roller rinks in uh, South Africa. Yeah. Well, first of all, they got to change the songs. They got to announce, like, couples skate, free skate. You know, there's different There's contests that come up. I'm, you, you know, banter. I remember... Why? Why do you need it? Why do you need a DJ at the strip club? Well, because you I mean, there's to... titties and there's music. What? I don't need you to fucking I tell me what the girl's just... name is. I don't care. I just thought they played '80s music and just everybody. I guess you do. I forgot about the couple skate. The couple skate. That was like the. <laughs> I remember. Uh, 
um, you know, as a kid in uh, Michigan, remember the Metro Skate West? Remember that that roller rink? Did you ever go to that one? I I used to go to the Roll Arena. The Roll. I remember that was. I, I bet you it's not even there anymore. But uh, I do remember when you're a kid and you're like twelve or something. All of a sudden, it's couple skate, and just I remember just being humiliated as being not the uh, the person that was picked. Usually oh yeah, when I went... when I heard when I still hear couple skate in my mind, it's translated to time to go play as Ms. Pac Man in the arcade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was humiliating. Uh, they'll be sorry now, bitches. Yeah, um, we do a podcast. You should see how good I am at Ms. Pac Man. <laughs> So witnesses said that uh, that the um, that Doe spoke to his son briefly after they sang the happy birthday song. Um, he then pulled a gun from his pants and just began shooting the partygoers. He even reloaded at uh, one point. I wonder what he said. He said, uh, "I imagine you should get down now." I don't know. I know he didn't kill his son. Um, Witnesses said Doe told the children to leave the area before opening fire, but some were still in the building when the shooting started. That panic guest fled, still wearing their roller skates. You think yeah, them why get take away? them off? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's an advantage. Plus, you can, zig, you can zig and zag, you know? I'd be shooting the duck out of there. Just crouch down. <laughs> Shoot the duck. Under the table. <laughs> jump the fucking pole or whatever. Were you one of those guys that would get in the middle of the the, the 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 roller rink, like in the middle doing tricks. Remember those? No. I, yes. I always remembered. Most I just, of those guys are at Venice Beach now, which is also local to you. Well, there'd be like, you know, what's the average age of a person at a roller rink? Like 11? 10? The average or the median? Median age. <laughs> I would say median age would be yeah, 11. Yeah, I would say 12, 13. So th- there's all these like 12 and 13-year-old kids skating around, and then there's like that one 38-year-old dude with a mullet just in the middle of the roller rink just shooting the duck and doing spins. Who's he trying to right. impress? The kids? 13-year-old girls. Kids <laughs> <laughs> really to need to be spelled that. out for you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I was like, there's just something just disturbing about that when when you when you were shunted off off the the roll floor for couple skate who do you think all the girls were skating with (laughs) 38 year old todd that's who so i i you know i don't think he shot these guys uh doe ended up his name's doe his name is uh town doe so i imagine this guy sounds like asian um doe killed himself at the end of the rampage also killed were um his wife's sister's Lynn and Michelle, and her, her brother and her sister-in-law. Uh, the, mother, and the motivation was he was mad at his wife? Yeah, I think they were going through a divorce. And uh, tr- tr- uh, the, the wife's aunt here said that the couple argued constantly, usually about money. She said that they loved each other, but the husband had attitude problems that were getting worse. Apparently, I'm going to go on a limb here. Have you ever heard of any Asian people getting divorced? Like a friend of yours who's Asian, whose Asian parents got divorced. You mean, are you talking like someone who's from like China Asian, not American Asian? You know, honestly, either way. No, I know American Asian people have been divorced. Really? I I don't. I can't think of a single one. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if there's a big stigma against it. Possibly. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure. But I mean, if... if I, if put this way though, if you have a husband who is uh, shooting a gun at you, or pulling out a gun when you're arguing, and threatening right. to shoot you because you're contemplating divorce, you probably should get a divorce. 
Right, but you shouldn't invite him to the, to the birthday party at the roller rink. Well, apparently, yeah, she had tried to get a divorce and she withdrew it because he begged for her to come back. Um, oh, that never works. Then she said uh, she requested a protective order, but then withdrew that as well. Uh, the couple stopped living together in December, and I guess in uh, early 2000, 2011, uh, he had fired a gun into the ceiling and threatened to shoot her because she had been contemplating divorce again. Just not a healthy oh, this happened marriage be- here. This happened before the roller rink. This is before incident. the roller rink, yeah. But she still kept going, returning Lord. to him, <clears throat> thus uh, leading into uh, the deadly shooting spree here at the roller rink. you got to admit, this dude definitely uh, had, had a good plan here. It's like not only did he wait for his son's birthday, it's like he waited till everybody st- stopped singing, blow out the candles, mm. and next thing you know, he just starts killing people. Man. you you gotta, you got to admire that. Pretty brutal. I mean, that kid's going to be fucked up for life. Worst birthday ever. You know, you know what's <laughs> interesting? What's interesting? Think how fucked up he's going to be, though. Yeah, no. I mean, he's tra- traumatized. He'll he'll probably Ultimate never. He'll probably never be able to go roller skating again. Never be able to have a birthday again. I wonder what song was playing when it happened. I bet you it was something by Hollow Notes. <laughs> what's ring. that song that goes? <laughs> Every song. Something Every song. For a little bit older. Oh. I don't want to lose your love tonight. God, I, that did, song? You know, I know the song you're talking about. <laughs> you should find it, and that should be the song of the week. Um, is, it, uh, is that the. Oh God, I can't think of the name of that. But yeah, I bet you that was the song. Yes. I don't know. That's a very Rolla Rinky. Or Radar Love. I picture Radar Love to be a good one for a shooting spree. Maybe. But, you know, it's it's interesting to me, and this just brings up one more point, and we can vote on this and move on, but Asians have insane firearms. Why is it? Why is it that Asians have insane firearms? They because... always go on these shooting sprees. VTech, the Virginia Tech thing, that was an Asian guy. Well, that's different, though. That's a young, like, American Asian guy. That was upset that I feel like... delayed. I feel like anybody, but a lot of these Asian people who are, like, immigrants, I mean, they fucking... You know, we're brought up in Cambodia or fucking Laos, where those countries are fucking rough, man. Like, you need to be able to protect yourself. The cops aren't going to protect you. They're all corrupt. Yeah, these guys are from Vietnam. This, uh, they, they all immigrated from Vietnam. I think I think Vietnam can be kind of dicey as well. I don't so, know. Like, it's, it's, it's totally natural for them to be like, yeah, I have a gun and I'll, I'm willing to use it if I feel like I've been wronged because nobody else is going to help me out. I just remember being at the shooting range in uh, San Francisco, the one out by SFO, and they're just these Asian dudes with these complex firearms that they had to, like, construct. Like, they had to put together these just massive, like, it's something that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger probably used in the movie Predator. So, on the sick and wrong star scale, this is totally a five. I mean, you can't really argue with that. Yeah. I almost want to put it like a 5.5. By the way, that song "I Don't Want to Lose Your Love Tonight" is by The Outfield. The Outfield. It's a, it's a good yes. roller rink song. That is a one song. hit. That's a one hit wonder if you've ever heard one. Definitely. The Outfield. Even well, the, even when you name your band The Outfield, you're just setting yourself up to be a one hit wonder. What was that song by that band Cutting Crew? Died in Your Arms Tonight. That's another good uh, roller rink song. That's another good. That's a that's a couple skate song. Yeah, that's a couple skate song. So, um, so uh, we invite the listening audience to decide who won episode 288. Go vote, Uh Wacker, we got a few phone calls here and a couple of emails. Uh, before we get to that, uh, here, here's a word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. 
Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So, Wacker, we received a few phone calls here to the uh, Sick and Wrong hotline. 206-666-3846 uh, is that number. Um, you know, of, of quite, we received quite a few phone calls here in response to our discussion of cosplay last week, mm-hmm. where some guy said that we're retarded or something because we don't like cosplay. It's a hot-button issue. It was a hot-button issue. Especially because Comic-Con just happened, right? Yeah, and I, I think that's why people were responding to it. But So here's one guy who's uh, not necessarily criticizing us, but making a comment here. Hey, guys, this is The Undertaker from the forums calling about episode, uh, I think it's 287. Two comments. First off, Rachel Weiss is fucking hot. I agree with um, that. But comment number two, more importantly, has to do with the question about whether or not 20-year-old guys dressing up in costumes is gay. And really, I have one word that sums up that argument, and it's guar. Okay? If you guys want to question how fucking badass guar is, then the... I'm going to call into question how metal you are because, come on, guar, all right? I mean, where else can you see grown men dress up in giant fucking foam rubber costumes and cutting off dummies' heads with swords and spraying the audience with blood and semen? Come on. Come on. That's fucking – that is not gay. If anything is not gay. Definitely not gay. All right. Never question how metal I I, I I think like half the members of guar are probably gay. Actually gay. I just want to say never question how metal I am. You bastard. <laughs> D will hunt you down and kill you. Dude, this guy's so way off big base. Metal guitar. I, you know, I kind of figure it's funny. It's funny that you should bring this up. Yeah, I love Guar, but I don't think I love Guar as much as Lance loves Guar. You've been a Guar I fan since Gwar. you've been like born. I mean, I was a, I've been a Guar fan for so long that they actually almost don't even register on my radar anymore because I just saturated myself with them for so long and how awesome they are. Yeah, it's I mean, not the same. Here, here's I'll you know what. Does this piss you off to hear this? Though, I'm so guar? pissed off. I'm <laughs> apoplectic. You look enraged. <laughs> and there's there's 20 points I want to bring up, but I think just one, one, one point will bring everything home. This guy is trolling you. Somebody, we're not talking about Guar. We're talking about the person who goes to Comic Con and dresses up as a Guar member. Exactly. He's not a Guar member. That's the difference. I mean, I could go on and on about how. Guar, you know, they have original costumes and they do their own movies where they fucking play these characters and their music kicks ass anyways. It's, it's and yeah, like it, it, their whole thing is kind of, you know, it, they're, it's a big joke. Any, you know, it's like, it gets a comedy thing. Uh, but really, we're not talking about Guar. We're talking about the person who dresses up as Guar to impress other people. Or just to, yeah, exactly. And goes to like a Comic Con type of thing in costume. That person's right. not that, that. That person's not in a band. You know, this no. isn't a, the the costume for his band. It's no. a totally. Different, I would even, I would even <clears throat> give leeway to a guy who was in a Guar cover band and dressed up as Guar and they played Guar music. Like I, I would, would even consider say, that like, cosplay. That's not co- yeah. That's not cosplay. That's cool. But like the guy who goes to Comic Con dressed up as Odorous Arungus and doesn't can't play the guitar or sing any of the songs. That's what we're talking about when we say that cosplay. Is lame. Exactly. Like, Guar's costumes, I mean, that's that's part of their band. 
and it's not gay at all. No, I mean they could. Yeah, I mean they could have like those. Those they they could have odorous, like totally getting butt banged by uh, what's the other guy? The guy with the beefcake, uh, the mighty. Yeah, <laughs> okay, beefcake, the mighty could be buggering odorous orangus, and then they could shoot monster semen over the entire crowd, and there's nothing gay about that at all. It's just guar. It's a little gay. <laughs> it's a little gay, but not really. Whereas if that was it. happening by two fans, when, at, and I, I like this, I like to point out that we're, when we say something's gay, we're not disparaging gayness. We're just making an observation. Exactly. But th- but this, I think the guy's just way off point here. I think what this dude needs to do is go Wikipedia cosplay and do a little research. I think he's just um. trying to troll me. <laughs> it kind of worked. Mission accomplished. All right, the second call is a bit long. We tend not to do it, but it is under three minutes. I think I did, uh, okay. did call it under three minutes, but it's a great story. And you got to try to place this dude's accent. Hey, sick and wrong. D and Lance, you know, it's uh, Rob calling from uh, from Sweden. I'm not from Sweden originally. I actually have testicles, but anyway. Uh- wait, wait. Where do you say he's from? He says he's calling from Sweden, but he's not actually from Sweden because he has testicles, which I think is a disparaging mark about Sweden. You know who I think he sounds like, actually? A bit like Van Damme. Jean-Claude. Yeah, Jean-Claude. I think this Maybe. might be Jean-Claude. He doesn't say his name. Let's see. Jean-Claude so is Belgian, wrong. right? Sorry. Whatever. Same thing. <laughs> Man, actually, I was out last night with, uh, with my best friend and whatever. Yeah. Oh my God! Seriously, it was uh, such a debacle. Okay, I, I, I even got a gash in my, you know, on my eyebrow. I don't can explain how. I can't remember how. Nobody can explain how. Such a anyway, I can't so even understand I'll what just, the fuck he's saying. I'm going to tell you guys a story. <laughs> what? what happened to his eyebrow? <laughs> he, he says it's such a debacle. It's like a weird word for a foreign person to even say. <laughs> I thought he said something about eyebrow. No, he said he has Did a I gash on his eyebrow, but he doesn't know where oh, it gash. came from. Oh, okay. Which yeah. uh, I, I just think that's uh, just it's part of being a drinker. Unexplained yes. cuts and bruises. Yeah. Listen, we're, I'm so used to that. I call it like uh, just yeah, surprise injury. It's nice. About what happened uh, last week? Yeah. All right, and this can you this you can file under uh, worse. You know, uh, getting laid stories. Okay. This uh, okay. I went out. You know, then again, you know, with one of my friends and whatever. You know, hook up with a chick. Okay, we start fucking making out. Yeah. At a bar, she was fucking ginger, nice, beautiful, huh? From nice. hung from Hungary, okay, from Hungary, okay. Dude, I bet you she was hot. Yeah, Eastern European chicks. These guys. That's the one thing about these guys. They don't appreciate that they have like these super fucking beautiful women in a third world country that they could buy for like ten bucks, like, ten euros. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, we, they we do have seem Alabama. to take it for ad- advantage. Take no, it for exactly. granted, you sorry. Be, Not a, is, they don't take advantage, they take it for granted. They take it for so granted, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. And, uh, okay, sure, uh, long story short, okay, we start making out and whatever, and uh, she was so drunk, I swear to God, she was absolutely so out of herself, that uh, while making up, she actually pukes in my mouth. <laughs> okay, just picture that, okay, just put that in your head, okay? She just pukes in my mouth, Okay, and I go like, okay, just get away, pretty bitch, you know. I go into the bathroom, clean myself up. Do you think he, like, Jean-Claude fully just did the splits and just pounded her in the face? Well, I think he did the splits and pounded her in the vagina. Because <laughs> he'd be down low to the ground, right? <laughs> no one pukes in my mouth, bitch! Come out of the bathroom, yeah, and she's, you know, I mean, she's already hanging. She's just fucking hanging, Okay. 
And uh, what does that mean? Like, you know, these signals on, and I'm thinking, uh, no. But all right, I'm a little confused. He comes out of the bathroom she, after she pukes in his mouth, and he's hanging. She's hanging. She's hanging. I think she's hanging all over him, trying to get her to take her, him home. To get him to take her home. Okay, so I she's believe. just wasted. She's embarrassed, and she's asking him to uh, to, to 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 drive her home. So my friends, all my friends just left, you know, like they, they, they just ditched me. Okay, whatever, you know. So because I'm a nice guy, you know, I'm an asshole, but I'm a nice guy anyway. So I actually took her home, okay, all the way to her place, you know, which is in a fucking ghetto, okay, here, here in Gothenburg <laughs> where I live, yeah, and uh, finally get her. Do they have ghettos in Sweden? There's like no black people. Muslims. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm basically just holding her. Up the stairs, you know, getting into her apartment. I ask her for the keys. I open up the door, and uh, next thing I know, okay, uh, it's that some crazy old fucking women, okay, from I don't know, Hungary or something, yeah, comes out, you know, storming and starts fucking yelling at me, you know, like, oh, what the fuck, you know, she calls in the police, okay, that's not the, what I mean, calls in the police, you know, I mean, she thought I was raping her or something, you know, and uh, anyway, the police didn't. You know, didn't do anything or anything, but... Uh, I was yeah. like, I'd like I to mean, press charges because she puked in my mouth. <laughs> That's gotta be I, I, something, I would love right? for to try to explain this to this old Hungarian lady. You know, you don't even want to piss off the old Hungarian. Aren't they, like, don't they put a gypsy curse on you or something? Exactly. Like that movie Straight to Hell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They'll, uh, get, they'll get your button and Drag me to you. hell. Drag me to hell. Drag the, me to uh, hell, yeah, Sam sorry. Raimi movie. It's like, I'm surprised right. she didn't, like, pull off a button and, like, put it in his pocket or something. This guy's yeah. brave. File it under the uh, worst getting late stories. I'm keeping this under three minutes. Okay, guys. So great show. I love you guys and uh, keep up the good work. Okay, and uh, from Jaden here. Okay, later. Bye. Thank you, Jean Claude. It's uh, nice to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he in Sweden? I don't even know what the big city in Sweden is. What Stockholm? I, I, That's I have no idea. You know, it's it's funny that he's like worse. Did he actually get laid? It sounds to me that they made out, no. and she just puked on him. She puked in him, in him, inside his mouth. Wow, God, that's Gross. just uh, yeah, that's that's just gnarly. It's gnarly. That's I feel... probably I, I've I've been making out with a girl and she's puked, but never in my mouth. It's always annoying because, like, well, I guess this isn't happening anymore. But yeah. she never puked in my mouth. But, you know, I could understand, though, it probably looked like, uh, you know, this is probably her mother or aunt or both or something. And she probably comes out and she sees this guy, like, dragging this drunk woman. Probably thought he roofied her or something. I don't know. I mean, really? Like, do you normally roofie girls and then you take the drive them home to their mothers? (laughs) No. I guess guess you tend not to do that. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Oh, I brought your drunk daughter home. Yeah. Oh, now you're gonna call the cops on me? Well, I could, you know, I very easily could have left her in a dumpster. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing the story. Appreciative. Thanks for sharing the story, and I uh, feel bad for you. Ed. That's like the worst kind of coitus interruptus I think you could have. I guess if she shat on <laughs> it's not you, even be coitus worse. yet, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for keeping me under three minutes. I. Uh, People give us a call at Sigrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. We always love to hear what you have to say. Uh, we got an email here to the Sigrong Podcast Hotmail.com address. Um, this one came in from uh, Chang. Uh, Chang writes in, Hey there, Dean Lance. It's Chang here, writing in from the land of the yellow pussy, Singapore. Such an international show that we have. Fans all over the world. 
Uh, there's a bunch of us expats out here, mostly Kiwis and Aussies, who are great fans of the show. We've got a question we hope you guys can help us with, as it seems you guys have a wealth of experience in this area. So there's a group of us heading out to Las Vegas in about a month for a conference. None of us have ever been there before, and as you can imagine, there's so much Asian beaver around these parts that a few of the lads would like to try something different. So where would you recommend we go in Vegas where we can get some local pussy without getting swindled, mugged, or killed? A couple of guys want to try some black pussy also. Do they have black girls in Vegas? No. I've, I've never seen one there. I, I don't think uh, black people are allowed in Vegas. Um, There's everything in Vegas. It's like that It's like that scene with Cheech Marin from um, that vampire movie. What was that thing called? With the... Uh... <laughs> Uh, from dust till dawn. From dust till dawn. Yeah, no, you get I, every kind of pussy imaginable. Anything you want can be obtained in Vegas. You just need a little coin. That's the thing. But I, I, I mean, the legality is is an issue, right? Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, whether or not it's uh, legal, but it's so easy, though. I mean, people like it's so easy to get laid in Vegas if you're willing to pay for it. If you're willing to pay for it and break the law. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, have sex with a prostitute. Because actually, prostitution is legal in Nevada, just not in Las Vegas proper. Like, but I think if you, and I think if you go to one of those, those brothels that are outside the city, I just, those are not the type of girls that I'm into. Like those skeezy, fake tit. They're just meth uh, addicts. They look like meth addicted trailer trash. You kind of sometimes older. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, they have that show on HBO about the the bunny ranch or the cat house or whatever the fuck it is. But if you just drink at the bar that's closest to the door in a casino and just, you know, drink until about 2 a.m., the prostitutes will find you. It, it's it's uncanny. Like, you'll sit at the bar and then all of a sudden you'll be like, wow, this hot chick's talking to me. And at first you're like, wow, this is actually kind of... You know, I'm pleasing. I'm, I'm, I'm Maybe she's here for myself. a bachelorette she's, party. You know, and then you look and then you're like, oh, okay. She's not really interested in me. She's interested in the contents of my wallet. But it's that <laughs> easy. Like, you sit at a bar and a woman will just sit down next to you and just start chatting with you. And the next thing you know, she's like 100 bucks to go up to the room. And for I like bet you if, you, if you said, if you told, yeah, and if you told that girl... Well, you know, I'm kind of interested in a black girl. She'd be like, "Oh, well, let me go grab my friend over here." And five minutes and later, both you'll, of them, uh, and, and both yeah. of them would go up to the uh, hotel room. It, it is so easy there, and it, and it seriously is not even that expensive. But if you want to get laid without paying for it, it's kind of it's not difficult, but you have to, you have to try harder. It's like I think then oh, you, you might have to you think it. somebody can get you think somebody can get laid without paying for it in Vegas. Yeah, well, it depends on what you classify as paying for it. Like buying drinks, maybe supplying cocaine. That doesn't count. That you know, I mean, either. I think if you went to a bar and you're like, you know, somewhat attractive and you start buying some girls some drinks, there's a good chance you'll get laid because everyone's crazy in Vegas. Everyone's partying in Vegas. That's but true. more often than not, if you want to get laid, you're going to have to pay for it. I think you just should resign yourself to paying for it. And yeah, and I don't think strip clubs are the answer. I would avoid no. Vegas strip clubs. Yeah, they're, I would too. They're too crowded, and I, the chances of you getting laid are not going to happen. Just hang out, yeah, at the bar closest to the exit, and uh, or any bar really in a casino. And there, there but will it's, be... if, you, if you're closest to the door, the pros- that's the first place the prostitutes go because sooner or later security feels the need to toss them out, right? Exactly. Because the casino doesn't want to be associated with prostitution any more than is plausibly deniable. And I, you know, I think it's easier to find uh, prostitutes in downtown Vegas at those casinos, but they're not going to be as good looking as the ones you'll see at like um, 
you know, at Caesar's Palace or something. <laughs> yeah. I was going to suggest stay on the strip, but not in the newer casinos. Not in the newer family-oriented no, ones. Yeah, like, like the newer ones, the wind, the ones that they don't even allow you to smoke, they're not going to allow prostitutes. No. But no, if you no. go to like the Tropicana or something, you know, then... Uh, I had a very attractive prostitute approach me in Excalibur. <laughs> That's kind of Is a family one, though. Not really. It's old enough that families don't... They're going to go across the street to the MGM. It's newer. You know, I've Excalibur's most... old enough that, uh, you know... The most Families attractive prostitute crazy. that's ever approached me in Vegas was at the Mandalay Bay. Really? That's the... a nicer one. Yeah. So maybe Mandal- my theory is bullshit. I don't know. Mandalay Bay, I had, uh, it's nice, but, but, you, but you will get approached pretty much at any casino. So good luck with that. He writes, anyway, we all love the show. Keep it safe. Keep it wrong. And when the fuck are you guys going to stop farting around in Europe for your visits and make it out to the exotic east? We've, all got the, we've, we've got all the Asian pussy you can eat. The food's great. And the weather's much warmer. And there's even trannies for Wackerly. Best wishes, Chang. Yeah, Where is he? Know. Singapore. Singapore. It's, mm. it's never been on my uh, my list of places to travel. Although I have I have wanted to go to Thailand. I wouldn't mind checking out. Maybe we should do a sick and wrong east uh, eastern tour or something. I'd be game for that. <laughs> he says and not uh, just because of the trannies either. I'd want to do I'd want to do Vietnam and Korea though. South Korea. Cambodia. I've heard it's lawless there. The Killing Fields. I've I would I'd rather avoid Cambodia, thank you. Uh, he writes, Postscript, my nickname Chang is the Thai word for elephant. Um, he also says, so when are you fucks going to start yelling, selling uh, extra, extra large shirts? Not everyone in this world is a skinny-ass AIDS-ridden wastrel. <laughs> Something tells me this guy isn't Asian, even though you advertised him as being our you know, multicultural listenership. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I thought the name Chang, man, I think he's just a big fat Aussie yeah. that lives in Singapore. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, people, you can email the show at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Uh, finally, uh, there's a lot going on in the Sick and Wrong forum if you haven't checked it out. I was on there the other day, and I noticed that the Misogyny Corner thread, Misogyny Corner is a great place to spend an afternoon. I don't know if you've been on that one, have you? Uh, no, I kind of sometimes uh, avoid it because it just seems like bitter... Uh, dudes, yeah, ranting. It's uh, it's kind of funny, but a lot of girls go on that. I noticed a couple of chicks were on that. Um, Miss Motorboat. Yeah. Uh, she she quoted something which was interesting. She goes, "I didn't say she wasn't fat. I just said she wasn't rhino fat. Rhino fat <laughs> would be a, like a size twenty eight or something. I've never even used that term. I'm going to start using it. Rhino fat. Rhino like that, fat. That girl is rhino. I saw a lot of rhino fat women at Cedar Point mm-hmm. when I went there a couple of weeks ago. I like that. I'm term. actually going to be spending less and less time on the forum. Why? Do you feel it's like wasting your time? Well, no, because I found a better waste of time, which is the sick and wrong Minecraft server, <laughs> which is, <laughs> you can find the link within the forum. Uh, you'll find the page, right? It just says Minecraft, which is now fully operational, up and running. People can get on there. I think you might have to post in the thread on the forum to get yourself what they call whitelisted. <laughs> So you can actually build things, Nerd. but it's pretty incredible. Nerd. I was on there today chatting with some folks. I can't even remember their name. They asked me to give them a shout out, but I forgot their Minecraft names, like McFrugal and Revisio or something like that. And they're building some incredible stuff on Minecraft on the Sigron <laughs> server. There is a giant cock shrine. I'd like to point that out. It has semen spewing out of the top. Wow, that's impressive. One, of, the, one of these days, I'll take some out. screenshots and post them on the forum for people who aren't 
you know, versed in Minecraft and able to get on there. So there you go, people. And uh, virgins can not only congregate on an internet forum, they can also congregate at the uh, the Minecraft server. Yeah, I, I actually think the virgin population of the forum was going to dwindle as they all migrate to Minecraft. To, to Minecraft. <laughs> so go check out the Sigurong forum. Just go to sigurongpodcast.com, click on forum. Uh, thanks for subscribing to the show on iTunes. That actually really does help us out. I've noticed uh, we've been getting a lot more ratings and some... Uh, some five-star reviews. Actually, I, I enjoy the reviews. So, people, I encourage you to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave us a comment or review because some of them are just hilarious. Um, and uh, finally here, Sick and Wrong Store, we have Quado Tees. Well, actually, i got to say, I love the, uh, the Facebook picture that you put up there where you look like that crazy serial killer. You just have That's this, just like, how I look. Yeah, now you get like these uh, serial killer just kind of expression on your face with your gun. <laughs> And uh, you know, the, the, I love how people are just kind of dissecting that picture. One thing I was wondering: what is the deal with the axe? And where, that's your living room, right? It's just a hatchet. It's just a it's hatchet. A, it's a fire axe. Wall? Yeah. Sometimes you got to chop up some wood to throw in the fire, or chop up other things to throw them in the fire. God, I like, I like how you're so nonchalant. Like, yeah, everybody's got an axe just on their wall. I mean, what, <laughs> why wouldn't you? I think it's a. I think it's technically a hatchet. A hatchet. Yeah, that's it's yeah. even more serial killer. It's nice. <laughs> I think next one should be a picture of you in your crawl space with the axe. That would be. Uh, I can do that. I can fulfill. <laughs> I can. I can totally fulfill that uh, request. Anyway, as soon as you, you might be that up picture, if you might be up here in a couple of weeks, maybe you can help me with the photo shoot because yeah, I had to do that one c- completely on my own with the self timer on the camera. It's, it's a damn good shot. It's a da- like oh, yeah. what? What? How did you come up with that? Was that like a, just a spontaneous thing? Like I'm just going to take this picture in my living room, or did you plan the props? Like the, the empty Jim Bean bottles. That's my living room. <laughs> you know, you've been here. It's, it's been a while. I was just wondering if you staged anything, or if that's just completely just your living. No, room. I put on my sick and wrong T-shirt. That's kind of staging. It's a damn good photo, and and it's funny. As soon as you posted that, like we had like ten people order a shirt. So, people, go get a shirt before we sell out. Uh, it's the, the brand new Sick and Wrong Quado Tee. Just go to the Sick and Wrong store at sickandwrongpodcast.com. Uh, Wackerly here. Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was sent in by Lori. Lori writes, does Wackerly still love Lady Gaga? Here's a song by her grandfather <laughs> called Anus. Did, did you like Lady Gaga at one point? I think Lady Gaga is hot as a person. I think she's sexy. Her music, I, I don't even know. What do you think about it? I don't know. I think it's, it's kind of. I'm not mundane. the target demographic for it. I don't go to discos. You know, it's the song. Actually, she sent it over a link to a YouTube video. It's a video of this uh, old man doing a parody of one of her songs. I don't know the song. The song is called Judas. I don't know that song, but uh-huh. the parody here that we're about to play is called Anus, and <laughs> it's. Uh, I actually think the song is better. I listened to Lady Gaga song, and I think. Um, I had never heard either one before, and I, I think Anus actually is a better song. Here's what I find extremely odd about this video, because I saw where you'd linked to it before. Extremely odd. Is the dude in the video, the guy who plays the steward of Gondor <laughs> in, in the Lord of the Rings movies? <laughs> That's the most random reference I've ever seen. I, you know, I don't know. Go back and watch it. And then watch a clip of the Lord of the Rings. The, I guess you have to watch the last one. Are you talking about the man up. in the diaper in the video? If that's the guy that played the steward of Gondor? Yes. They look exactly alike. 
And bizarre. the guy who plays the steward of Gondor always reminds me of Terry Gilliam. <laughs> but they're no, those aren't the same guy. I've confirmed that that's not the same dude. But I think the dude in this anus video is the guy who played the steward of Gondor. And I got to say, like, how far he's fallen. <laughs> You know really? what? We're going to post. We'll post this on our page. The video is the vid of the week. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. Yeah. We'll post the video and we'll end the show with the song Anus. Thank you, uh, Lori, for sending that in. It'd be interesting, though, if people actually write to us and uh, let us know whether or not the guy was in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I'd, I'd be surprised. Who knows? Uh, people, we'll be back next week with episode 289. Till then, take it sleazy. Again. I am old and, and not control my anus, anus. I am old and, and not control my anus, anus. When I grab my pants, I am ready. Whether it be solid or a spray. Forgive me for wearing this adult diaper. That at my age, my sphincter be crazy. Oh, 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 oh. I just made brown, just went to Brown Town. Please change me now, change me now I'm just a wrinkled fool whose backside is so cruel I can't control my anus, baby I'm just a wrinkled fool whose backside is so cruel I can't control my anus, baby I am old and cannot control my anus, anus I am old and cannot control my anus, anus. Don't mind that horrible scent. That's just me crapping my pants. Brace him for breeze in the air and you'll be fine. Don't mind that horrible scent. That's just me crapping my pants. Brace him for breeze in the air and you'll be fine. Don't know what to do. No matter what, I cannot control this diaper is my virtue. My anus is the demon of doo-doo, and yet control. I'm just a wrinkled fool whose backside is so cruel. I can't control my anus, baby. I'm just a wrinkled fool whose backside is so cruel. I can't control my anus, baby. I am old and cannot control my anus, anus. I am old and cannot control my anus, anus. Hey, listen to your podcast on the way to work. And you guys are talking about a few point. You said that um, you saw pregnant women writing the Magnum. I gotta say, had they read it eight months earlier, they wouldn't be pregnant now. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong.